At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Betting Network. It is Monday, September 20th. I'm Scott Seidenberg. The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network as we look ahead. To the conclusion of week two in the NFL with Monday Night Football from Lambeau, Green Bay, and the Lions. But we look back at week two and we react while looking ahead to the future lines for week three coming up. And there's several things to consider when taking a look at week two NFL action on Sunday. And the first thing that came to my mind was not to write off anybody. First of all, it's way too early in the season to write off anybody, especially after one week or even two weeks. But there were some teams that people uh, felt a little iffy about after week one, and maybe they changed your opinion here in week two. Certainly the Ravens. They lose in week one to the Raiders, and they come back and they defeat the Kansas City Chiefs. Can't write off them. Change your opinion about the Ravens. Maybe they are who we thought they were before the season. The Titans seem to be written off after their week one abysmal performance against the Cardinals, and they come back and they fight in the fourth quarter and defeat the Seahawks on the road in overtime. Big statement victory for Mike Rabel and company. The Vikings, after losing in week one to the Cincinnati Bengals, should have won in week two against the Arizona Cardinals, if not for a missed field goal at the end of regulation. Still the Vikings, very impressive in this game. Couple of defensive lapses led to big Kyler Murray plays, and Kyler Murray's just fantastic. 
And there was one play, the one long touchdown, I think it was Rondell Moore. It was like a 70-yard, 77-yard touchdown. And Kyler Murray was sacked on the play. But he escapes it. He gives himself more time, finds a wide-open receiver on a uh, breakdown defensively. And uh, that's how a lot of the scoring happens, you know, for the Arizona Cardinals is when Kyler Murray is just improvising. It's backyard football when it comes to Kyler Murray, right? And that's what's so frustrating when you're a defense. But, hey, Mike Zimmer and company got the cover. That was one of my favorite plays, one of my circle plays. Uh, one of the few ones that actually won because it wasn't a good week. But Vikings handle their business. Mike Zimmer now 31-15 and 15 as an underdog uh, on the road uh, for, or no, after a loss, excuse me, at 31-15 and 15 against the spread after a loss for the Minnesota Vikings. The Bills bounce back in a big way after their week one loss to the Steelers. They destroy the Miami Dolphins. The Bears bounce back with a performance of their own. Uh, They get a victory over the Bengals. The Cowboys beat the Chargers after losing in week one. So you can't really count anyone out, and you can't crown anyone either. Steelers looked really good defensively and uh, were impressive in their week one win over the Bills, but they lay an absolute egg against the uh, Raiders. Offensively, the Steelers are in trouble. They've scored three touchdowns in two weeks, and that's not good. The defense is great. Defense keeps them in games, but... If, especially with the injuries of T.J. Watt. We'll get to injuries coming up in just a few minutes, but uh, their offense not looking good. And then the Chiefs. Chiefs have failed now to cover. I think it's got to be 10 straight regular season games they failed to cover against the spread. It's it's incredible the run, the negative run that the Kansas City Chiefs have been on. It's wild because they've been on such a good run of winning football games right? But yet they've been on a bad run of covering the number. I saw the stat here. I'll get it for you in in just a second here. But the Kansas City Chiefs, listen to this run, going back to last season. In, I believe it's in one possession games, since week eight of last season, the Chiefs we're 9-0 and oh straight up. However, when favored by more than a field goal in those games, 0-8 oh against the spread. That situation applied here on Monday Night Football, or excuse me, Sunday Night Football. They are now 9-1 and one straight up because they lose the game to the Ravens, but they are 0-9 oh against the spread when favored by more than a field goal. And it's crazy. It's the first time the Ravens uh, got to play uh, in front of their fans against the Chiefs. Ravens not normally home underdogs, and it was a good spot for Baltimore um, to take care of it. You know, Baltimore was favored, I think, last year without fans at home, uh, three and a half at home they were favored. So they were underdogs here in week two. They handled their business, and they win. So can't exactly crown them. Maybe you can crown the Bucks or the Rams. Those teams are really good, and they'll play each other coming up in week three. We'll get to that line in just a few moments as well. The most impressive thing, though, I saw has to do that that Sunday night game, just a tremendous performance by the Ravens and gutsy call by John Harbaugh at the end. That's exactly what you want to do. You want to end the game in with the ball in your hands. If you kick, if you punt that ball back to the Chiefs, 
Patrick Mahomes is driving his team down the field. They're kicking a game-winning field goal. It's just, it's, it's going to happen. So to go for it there on fourth down was the right move. You, you put the ball in Lamar Jackson's hands. You don't leave it up to your defense. And you go out there and you win a football game. Uh, listen, their defense did well for them, forcing the fumble on the previous possession. And then they never gave the ball back to the Chiefs. So unfortunate that uh, Edward Dillair fumbles for the Chiefs. And fortunate that uh, the, the, the Ravens don't give back the football. So big win for Baltimore in a Sunday night shootout. Uh, elsewhere, taking away some things from week two, the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders. They're good. They're 2-0. The two undefeated teams in the AFC after two weeks are your Las Vegas Raiders and your Denver Broncos. Not the Chiefs, not the Bills, not, not the Browns, not the Ravens. Nope. Your 2-0 teams, only two of them are undefeated in the AFC. It's the Vegas Raiders and the Denver Broncos. Raiders, I don't want to say they look good as a, as, as a whole unit because they couldn't run the ball against the Steelers. They, not, they couldn't run the ball at all. I mean, Josh Jacobs was out. Kenyon Drake had like nine yards on seven carries. But Derek Carr looked really good. And Hunter Renfro continues to be a matchup nightmare. Uh, Ruggs is a deep threat. Raiders are going to scare some people this season. They, they look very good in this perform- in so far this season. Uh, you know, beating the Ravens, now beating the Steelers, winning two games straight up as underdogs. Big spots for them. Uh, congratulations to the Raiders. Uh, Zach Wilson of the Jets, not a good start for him. Uh, he had four interceptions and no touchdowns. He becomes the fourth rookie quarterback that was a top five selection to throw four interceptions and no touchdowns in a game. The previous two quarterbacks to do that were also Jets, Sam Darnold and Mark Sanchez. So he joins a bad company. But what I've noticed, and I noticed it in this game, but also just looking at the landscape, Mac Jones might be the favorite for rookie of the year, for offensive rookie of the year. You you certainly got to look at the quarterbacks. And Trevor Lawrence, no. Justin Fields, not yet. We haven't seen him yet as far as being a starter. And that could happen because of an injury to Andy Dalton. But right now, it's not Zach Wilson. It's not Trevor Lawrence. It's pretty much Mac Jones is the guy for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Najee Harris hasn't had a good start. Kyle Pitts hasn't had a good start. I mean, Jamar Chase, okay. But right now, I would say Mac Jones is leading the way for your Offensive Rookie of the Year. But I mentioned Justin Fields. That can change. Justin Fields could find his way into being uh, the Offensive Rookie of the Year because he could get thrust into the starting job due to injury. Andy Dalton, this was also a big takeaway from this Sunday in Week 2, is all the injuries that occurred in the NFL, especially at the quarterback position. Andy Dalton leaves the game with a knee injury. Justin Fields takes over. Tua Tungavailoa leaves the game. Jacoby Brissett has to take over. Carson Wentz leaves the game for the Colts, and Jacob Easton has to take over. Tyrod Taylor leaves the game for the Texans, and rookie Davis Mills 
has to take over. Out of those four quarterbacks, the one that I think their team can survive the best is the Chicago Bears. If Andy Dalton's out, Justin Fields takes over. I actually think the team upgrades, to be honest. I think they upgrade with Justin Fields. I think his mobility brings something to the table, and, and, and it gives their offense a different dynamic. And let's be honest, going into this season, they expected Justin Fields to take over at some point. I mean, maybe they were hoping that he never did. I guess you're always hoping that Andy Dalton just balls out and is your starting quarterback for the entire season and you're making a postseason run, and then you don't have to go to Justin Fields. But no, I think that the realistic expectation was that eventually your top draft pick would become your starting quarterback, and that would be Justin Fields. So if Andy Dalton's out and Fields takes over, maybe this just speeds along the process of getting him to finally be your starter. For the Texans, they were not expected to have a good year anyway, so if you lose Taylor and have to go to Mills, it's not that huge of a deal. Uh, For the Dolphins, Jacoby Brissett's a legit NFL starter. I think he can play for a lot of teams in the NFL. He showed that in the past. Is it a downgrade? Probably, but I still think they'll be okay, and Jacoby Brissett can do certain things. But uh, I think that the Bears are the ones that survive the most, and for Wentz, Uh, That could be a bad one, and we'll see about that. Let me tell you about Indeed. Indeed helps you hire great people fast. Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. And we'll take a look at the week three lines coming up next. I'm Scott Seidenberg here on VSIN, the sports betting network. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN is now available 24-7 on the YouTube TV Sports Plus package. Sign up today at tv.youtube.com to start your free trial. And remember, you can always watch us 24-7 on Fubo TV, Sling, and Xfinity X1. Visit vsin.com to find all the ways to watch and listen to VSIN. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. 
Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Your head. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Scott Seidenberg back here. The look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. You can always follow me on Twitter. At Scott's on air, and we will look ahead now to week three lines in the NFL. But first, week two will conclude on Monday night football with the Lions and the Packers. This line is all the way up to 12 now, with the Packers laying the 12 at home, the total of 49. I'll give you a pick for that game coming up towards the bottom of the hour. But let's take a look at week three lines, and it starts on Thursday night football. The Panthers and the Texans. Carolina is a seven-point favorite over Houston. The total in that one, 43-and-a-half. Low total there. Uh, Still don't know who's going to be at quarterback for Houston. Monitor that over the next couple of days. But uh, after the game, it was pretty much uh, reported that Tyrod Taylor will not be available for the game, so it's probably going to be rookie. Davis Mills Uh, or you know I'm not saying he's going to start on a short week but someone's going to call Cam Newton and if Taylor's out for an extended period of time and Deshaun Watson ain't coming back anytime soon someone's going to call Cam Newton and maybe it's the Houston Texans maybe it's somebody else maybe if Carson Wentz is out for an extended period of time Cam Newton gets a call in Indianapolis maybe if two is out for an extended period of time you know, I, I just think that he's a guy who's sitting there and certainly is uh, worthy of a phone call. Maybe someone's going to pick up the phone and see if they can get in touch with Cam. On Sunday, week three, the Browns, seven and a half point favorites over the Bears. Uh, the Browns handling their business as a heavy favorite. They didn't cover, but they got the victory against the Texans. And the Bears don't know what's going to happen with their quarterback situation. 
Andy Dalton left the game with an injury on Sunday. It could be Justin Fields' first NFL start on Sunday. We'll keep an eye on that. The Cardinals, or the total on that one, excuse me, is 47. The Cardinals are a seven-point road favorite in Jacksonville. The total in that one is 52. Cardinals might be able to score that by themselves. That's how dynamic their offense has been through the first two weeks of the NFL season. Meanwhile, the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, haven't looked good. Urban Meyer releasing uh, some sort of social media statement saying, like, uh, okay, we'll be better. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Two weeks, bro. Relax. Uh, The Saints and Patriots. Patriots are minus three. Total's 42 and a half. It's a bad spot for the Saints. Now, why is it a bad spot for the Saints? It's, It's a bad spot for the Saints in the same way that it was a bad spot for the Saints against the Panthers. This is now going to be a third straight road trip for the Saints, who have been stuck in Dallas practicing at TCU because of the hurricane. And week one, instead of being at home, was moved to uh, Jacksonville. So they play that game in Jacksonville as home. Then they traveled to Carolina for week two without eight coaches who are dealing with COVID, without their starting center, without key defensive players, and now with some of those defensive players still out, have to travel to New England to face the Patriots. This is a bad spot for the Saints and their three-point dogs to New England. Elsewhere, the Colts and Titans from Tennessee. The Titans are five-point favorites at home against the Colts, total of 50, but don't know who's going to be at quarterback for Indy if Carson Wentz can't go, likely going to be Jacob Eason. The One of the highest spreads of the week, Buffalo, nine-and-a-half-point favorites over the Washington football team. Washington is coming off extended uh, time off because they played on Thursday against the Giants. Buffalo, though, right the ship, and they get a victory 35-0 against the Dolphins. Washington coming off a victory against the Giants. Buffalo uh, looking much better in this performance than they did in week one against the Steelers. Buffalo, nine-and-a-half-point favorites. The Falcons and the Giants from New York, one of the very few games that the Giants will be a favorite in this year. Because I can't see much, to be honest. I can't see many games on the schedule where the Giants would actually be a favorite. Uh, Looking at the remainder of their schedule, they play in New Orleans, and that's a game they're expected to be in New Orleans. The Saints are going to return home. Okay. They play at the Cowboys, home to the Rams, home to the Panthers, at the Chiefs, home to the Raiders, at the Bucks, home to the Eagles, at the Dolphins, at the Chargers, home to the Cowboys, at the Eagles, at the Bears, home to Washington. This could be the only game of the year where the Giants are favored. Maybe at home against Washington at the end of the year. Got to see how the season plays out. But this could very well be the only game of the year where the Giants are a favorite. And is it a little bit of an overreaction? Maybe this line opened up at two and a half. It's at three and a half. Are the Falcons this bad? I mean, maybe they are. They certainly have looked it this season. They have certainly looked it this season. 
Did score 25 against the Bucks. They looked a little bit better. Certainly better than they did in week one where they only scored six against the Eagles. But they did look better, but it's still a double-digit loss. It's an ugly loss. Um, you know, Kyle Pitts hasn't had the impact that many people thought he was going to have. Cordero Patterson is now playing running back. Um, just, uh, just a bad start to the season for the Atlanta Falcons. And can you buy low on them in this game against the Giants? Honestly, like, I'd consider it just because the Giants are bad. And it would be the type of game that, like, hey, the Falcons come out and win this one outright as a three-and-a-half-point dog. But certainly a spread that I looked at and was like, wow, I can't believe the Giants are favored. That's a shame. Uh, Elsewhere, the Steelers. Four-and-a-half-point favorites over the Bengals. First glance, I, I like the Bengals in that one. Bengals, good fight in week one, winning against Minnesota in overtime. Good fight here in week two, despite their quarterback giving them, uh, putting them at a disadvantage all game. Joe Burrow played terribly. Three interceptions on, like, three straight back-to-back-to-back throws, and they still found a way to keep themselves in it late with two late touchdowns lose the game by three. Now they go on the road to face the Steelers, who offensively have not done anything this season. The Steelers have scored three offensive touchdowns in their first two games combined. That's terrible. By comparison, we just saw the Kansas State Chiefs score two touchdowns in the third quarter of Sunday Night Football. The Steelers can't get anything going offensively. Their offensive line is just not as good as it was in the past. Najee Harris not having the start of the season that everyone thought he was going to have. And their defense keeping them in games. Their defense playing well. Although if T.J. Watt is hurt and out, he left the game with a groin injury on Sunday. If he misses this game, it definitely downgrades the Steelers' defense a bit. But I like the Bengals plus the points at early glance. Four and a half against the Steelers. The Broncos, this is the highest spread of the week. They are 11-point favorites over the Jets. Zach Wilson looked terrible against the New England Patriots. He threw four interceptions. The Broncos, meanwhile, are 2-0. Them and the Raiders, the only 2-0 teams in the AFC. Broncos, uh, their defense probably salivating at an opportunity to face off against uh, Zach Wilson and the Jets. The Raiders, your other 2-0 team in the AFC, they are 5.5-point home favorites to the Dolphins. First time they're favored this season. They were underdogs in their first two games. They won both of those games outright. Miami, Tua left the game with an injury, so don't know who's going to be at quarterback for them in this game on Sunday, if it's Tua or Jacoby Brissett. But the Raiders are your five-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. And uh, before the season started, the Dolphins were a one-point favorite in this game. So that's like a six-point adjustment on the line based on the performances through the first two weeks of this season. A little bit of an overreaction? Possibly. Bucks and Rams and what will be the game of the day. Rams are minus one and a half. That spread will probably get closer to a pick by the time they kick that thing off. Vikings are one-point underdogs at home to the Seahawks. Vikings covered against the Cardinals. Almost had a victory. Last second field goal got missed. That uh, has happened before for the Vikings, and it's painful every time. The 49ers are four-point favorites over the Packers on Sunday night football. If you like the Packers and you expect them to bounce back on Monday night against the Lions, 
then you certainly like them to cover against the 49ers, I would think, on Sunday night. And then Monday night football, it's the Cowboys, four-point favorites over the Eagles. We'll take a look ahead to the college football lines for week four in the college football season coming up. Recap how I did this past weekend as well. That's coming up next right here on The Look Ahead. I'm Scott Seidenberg here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Scott Seidenberg back here on the look ahead here on Beeson, the sports betting network. I want to look back at college football from this past Saturday and look ahead real quick to some lines opening up for week four. Sometimes it gets lost in the shuffle of an NFL Sunday. The college football lines come out for the next week. Uh, I had a very good college football Saturday as it's been a very good college football season. And as I sit here and watch the NFL week in and week out, I'm just reminded why I should only stick to betting college football. Uh, eight, two, and one so far this year against the spread in college football. My picks went two and one on Saturday with two underdogs winning outright in Memphis and Fresno State. Fresno State plus 11 against UCLA wins that game outright. Jake Hayner, what a performance from him. Gutsy with the injury, and he just balled out. Fresno jumps themselves into the top 25, now ranked 22nd in the country they face off against unlv on friday as a 31 and a half point favorite that is just wild uh but it is unlv and it is an incredible offense in uh fresno state some would say it's a letdown spot but then again it is unlv uh let's take a look at some lines though for week four in the college football season that caught my eye upon quick glance uh, first of all, marquee game uh, in the afternoon, and that is Notre Dame and Wisconsin. Number 12, number 18, that one from Soldier Field in Chicago. Neutral site game, although it's essentially a Notre Dame home game. Uh, I would think that there would be plenty of Notre Dame fans in attendance. Wisconsin minus five and a half. Total in that one is uh, at 46 and a half. Uh, on the screen, you see 47 and a half. That line, I believe, has moved now down to 46 and a half. So with Notre Dame and Wisconsin, Wisconsin actually down to four and a half now. So Wisconsin minus four and a half, according to DraftKings, and 46 and a half, the line for that game. Jack Cohn, a little revenge spot, huh? Facing off against his former program, the Notre Dame quarterback, the former Wisconsin quarterback other games of note coming up on saturday in college football you got a big one in the top 25 in the sec a big time game at AT at&t stadium it's jerry's world yep it's the big one it's going to be uh, texas a&m against arkansas Uh, this game obviously is one that i had circled when I was picking against Arkansas last week, I thought it would be a look-ahead spot for them. Uh, Arkansas is uh, number 16 now after starting 3-0. and Looking very impressive. Sam Pittman has this team going in the right direction. And who would have thought Arkansas, a team that had this massively long SEC losing streak, uh, 3-0 and to start the year, and has, them, has themselves 16th 
in the country. But uh, K.J. Jefferson playing very well. Quarterback and the defense playing well. So Sam Pittman has that program certainly in the right direction. Texas A&M, though, they are number seven, and they are five-and-a-half-point favorites. Texas A&M is, and the total in that one is 47-and-a-half, down from the 48 that you see on that screen. Six-and-a-half you're seeing on the screen there. It is now down to five-and-a-half. Some money coming in on uh, Arkansas, plus the points in that marquee matchup. One interesting spread that kind of jumped out to me, and I'm wondering if it's a buy low spot, but Clemson is a 10-point favorite on the road against NC State. Maybe this is a reaction to Clemson, the way that they've looked looked last week, certainly bad against Georgia Tech, but uh, Clemson down to number nine now. This is a team that it seems like everyone has forgotten after the loss to Georgia, but it's still Clemson. And before the season, had national championship predictions, right? So to see them as only a 10-point favorite in a game that I would think that they would be more than that, I see 11 on the screen, but it's now down to 10. That could be a buy-low spot for Clemson. Uh, other interesting lines as we look across the uh, top 25 schedule, at least Michigan State into the top 25 now. They are number 20, an outright win as an underdog against uh, Miami. And if you remember, we gave out our final show last week, our underdog money line parlay. We said four teams, sprinkle a little bit of uh, coffee money on it. Michigan State money line. Memphis money line, BYU money line, and Florida State money line. The four underdogs that we said put them in a four-team money line underdog parlay. Three of the four hit. Three of the four underdogs won outright in BYU, Memphis, and Michigan State. But Florida State did not win. They got trounced. So we do not hit the underdog parlay, which paid out like plus five and change. Would have been really nice. I think it was like ten dollars to win like five hundred. No, it was plus like it was plus five thousand something like that. So it was ten bucks paid out like five hundred and something. So it was a nice little money line underdog parlay that did not occur. But maybe we'll do another one this week. Michigan State four point favorites over Nebraska. Is this the week they come back down to earth? Nebraska put up a good fight uh, against Oklahoma. Losing 23-16, so has Nebraska figured things out? Or was Oklahoma just cruising in that game, not taking them as seriously as they should have? But Sparty having a very good season so far, and um, Kenny Walker putting himself in the Heisman conversation. So right now, Michigan State is a four-point favorite in that game. Uh, Every college football season, with me at least, when it comes to betting, I seem to fall in love with certain teams. I seem to have like a darling team that continues to cover for me on a game in game out basis. I remember, and I'm probably mixing up the years, but Boston college was last year for me. Boston college was a real darling of mine. Loved everything I saw from them. Phil Dracovic playing really well at the quarterback spot, 
had them against North Carolina. They covered that game uh, against Louisville. They covered against, um, what was it? Maybe not Clemson last year. Maybe it was uh, the year, uh, two years ago, whatever it was. They had covered that game. So there was really, for me, it was, um, they were a darling of mine, Boston College. Temple. I remember Temple a couple years ago. They were covering as a home underdog. That was like an auto fire. If you had Temple as a home dog, you fired on it. They covered. They were winning these games outright as home underdogs. So every year I kind of seem to have these darling teams. Wake Forest a couple years ago, Sam Hartman, those wide receivers, they were just tremendous. Uh, I was like really into the ACC uh, with, with BC and Wake Forest. They were doing really well for me. Uh, North Carolina, I was on them before they got very popular and started receiving national uh, accolades. But I was on North Carolina for, for a while, a couple years ago. I think when Mac Brown first got there. And this year, it seems to be Memphis for me. Memphis has had a very nice start to their season. 3-0, and coming off an outright underdog victory at home against an SEC opponent in Michigan State. And... I'm telling you, this could be the team this year that I kind of start backing is possibly going to be Memphis. They are now home at the Liberty Bowl where they have won double-digit games in a row. They're three-and-a-half-point home favorites, so the number's not great, but they're three-and-a-half-point home favorites against Texas-San Antonio. UTSA had the win at Illinois, big win for them. They beat up on Lamar, and then they beat, um, I guess, uh, who'd they beat? Um, Middle Tennessee State. So I don't even think it's called Middle Tennessee State anymore. I think it's just Middle Tennessee, whatever it is. But now they go on the road to face Memphis. Memphis, their, their offense has just been tremendous this season. And they might be a team that I'm going to back. That might be a hint as to who I'm backing coming up this Saturday. I'll have to do some research on that game. But I absolutely love what I've seen so far from Memphis this season. So that's just a quick look at college football early lines that came out on Sunday as we look ahead to week four in the college football season. But week two of the NFL season will conclude with Monday night football. Coming up later on tonight is the Green Bay Packers and the Detroit Lions. Give you some picks on that game, plus a little nugget on Major League Baseball as well. That's all coming up next, right here on The Look Ahead. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Follow along on Twitter at Scott's On Air here on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN, the sports betting network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VSIN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24 7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money, and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to vsin.com data and analysis. You get everything VSIN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at vsin.com slash subscribe. I'm Scott Seidenberg back here on The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. You can always follow along on Twitter at Scott's On Air or at VSIN Live. Real quick before we get into Monday Night Football, Major League Baseball, a couple of games here on Monday. First off, on Sunday, Garrett Cole lost the Cy Young race. Uh, you can't even, I, I couldn't find odds on the American League Cy Young as of now, but Robbie Ray, it's his award to lose. Garrett Cole got absolutely lit up on Sunday. The Yankees now find themselves a game and a half back of Toronto in the wild card race. And to me, this is the bet for Monday. 
Yankees are minus 210 money or 290 money line with the Rangers. But if you parlay it with another team money line, I think you're going to be okay. Yankees, it's a desperation game. They have to win it. They're playing the lowly Texas Rangers. If you can't beat the Texas Rangers at home, you don't deserve to make the playoffs. They're a game and a half back, and they have to win this game for their playoff lives. So I'm going to go with the Yankees, and I'm going to parlay it with the Phillies. The Phillies are two games back of the Braves in the National League East standings. The Phillies are also three and a half games back of the National League Wild Card. The Phillies are at home against the Baltimore Orioles. Same thing. You can't beat the Orioles at home. You don't deserve to make the playoffs. Yankees, Phillies, money line parlay is minus 102. It's essentially even money. That's my Major League Baseball play for Monday. Yankees, Phillies, money line parlay. It is minus 102. It's close to even money as you're going to get. Monday night football will be the Packers and the Lions wrapping up week two in the NFL, and it's a big line. The Packers are a 12-point favorite. Total is 49, and I'm expecting, you're expecting, everyone here is expecting the Packers to win this game. Packers, thankfully, are my survivor pick for this week. I changed off the Steelers yesterday and went to the Packers with, thankfully I did it because the Steelers lost and the Packers are likely going to win. Uh, And listen, anything can happen. It's the NFL, but they're 12 point favorites. They're expected to bounce back off their bad performance in week one. This is like the start of their season now. And for the Packers, that's how they have to think of it, right? Aaron Rodgers said 17 games. Don't worry about week one. Week one was kind of like their preseason because Remember, Rodgers didn't play in the preseason. So week one, throw it away. This is the start of their season now at home against the worst team in the NFL in the Detroit Lions. So the Packers should win this game rather easily. I expect them to win this game rather easily. Uh, Don't know if I'll be comfortable laying the 12, although I was comfortable laying the 12 with the Buccaneers, and, and they covered rather easily. So... I think this can be an easy cover for the uh, for the Green Bay Packers. They're minus seven for the first half. I would expect them to go into the locker room with a lead, uh, and I think that that's a good way to look at this game as well, is maybe the Packers to jump out to an early lead and maintain that lead throughout the game. Uh, team total is 30 and a half. Packers, can they get over 30? They certainly can. Lions gave up a ton of points in week one to the 49ers and likely will do the same here to the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Taking a look at the props. I think this is going to be a fun night for some prop bets. Fun night for anytime touchdown scorers. If you're in a state that allows you to do the uh, same game parlays, you can have some fun with some of these touchdown props. Devontae Adams, anytime touchdown scorer is minus 150. Aaron Jones, minus 120. Backup running back, A.J. Dillon, plus 210. Robert Tunyon, plus 150. Marquez Valdez-Scantling is plus 175. For the Lions, T.J. Hawkinson is plus 220. DeAndre Swift, plus 180. How about this for a bet? 
and I gave it out on Thursday for Thursday Night Football with Daniel Jones, anytime touchdown scorer, plus 550, him running in a touchdown. Let's do it again. Aaron Rodgers, anytime touchdown, plus 400 for Aaron Rodgers to rush in a touchdown. I think it's going to happen. I think he takes matters into his own hands. He's going to have a touchdown run, plus 400 on the play there for Rodgers. Uh, that's the one that I like there. In terms of passing yardage, Rodgers over 281.5. Jared Goff, 254.5. Passing touchdowns, Rodgers over 2.5 at plus 110, minus 145 for the under. Jared Goff at plus 120. How about this? To throw an interception, Jared Goff and Aaron Rodgers over a half. For Rodgers, it's plus 205 to throw a pick. But for Jared Goff, minus 185 to throw an interception. Uh, passing plus rushing yards, Rodgers 290.5. He could, he could have nine rushing yards. I think, actually, I would like to bet him over on the rushing yards. Don't see him listed on the rushing yard props, but I would like that one. Let's go to the rushing yard props, though. Aaron Jones, 67.5 is his over under at minus 115 both ways. A.J. Dillon, the backup running back, 35 and a half for the Packers. DeAndre Swift is at 39 and a half for the uh, Lions and also the quarterback, Jared Goff, eight and a half there for the Lions. Uh, I expect the Packers to have a lead in this game. And so with a lead, you would expect them to run the ball at the end of the game. So I do like an over on the rushing prop of Aaron Jones. Uh, actually, maybe I like the rushing prop on A.J. Dillon a little bit better. Because if they do have a lead, maybe Jones gets a little bit of a rest. And A.J. Dillon is the one running out the clock at the end of the game. As for the receiving yard props, it is uh, leading the way. Devontae Adams, as you would expect, 84 and a half. Uh, also, you have Marquez Valdez-Scantling as 38 and a half. Amon Ross St. Brown, 40 and a half. And uh, T.J. Hawkinson, 52 and a half. For the Detroit Lions, DeAndre Swift, they're running back at 28 and a half. If you're wondering, uh, Alan Lazard, 32 and a half. Robert Tunyon is at 30 and a half for the receivers, for the receptions. So I like that. A uh, couple of things there. I said Aaron Rodgers, anytime touchdown would be the guy. A.J. Dillon over on the rushing yards would be something for me. I'd even take a flyer on A.J. Dillon, anytime touchdown at plus 210. Good value there, but really, I'm going to go with the plus 400 on the Aaron Rodgers, and uh, I'm going to lay the points with the Packers. I think this is a blowout. I think this is a boring game on Monday night. I don't think you're going to get the shootout back and forth like we saw on Sunday night with the Chiefs and the uh, Ravens. I think this is going to be a one-sided affair. This is a game where Aaron Rodgers really takes over and says, hey, this is week one of my season. I'm going to get started here and uh, I'm going to handle my business against the Lions. Take out the frustrations, maybe, of week one and that performance and do it at home, underneath the lights, regular season with fans in attendance at Lambeau Field. I expect it's going to be a uh, ruckus atmosphere, and the Packers will feed off that. There's going to be a ton of Lambeau leaps, and I would think that the Packers win this game rather uh, easily. I kind of like the over as well of 49 Packers and the over seems to be a correlation play though because if they're going to win by two touchdowns I think they're going to score you know 30 somewhat points 
And uh, that means you're going to get a couple of points from the Lions. Lions aren't going to get shut out in this game. So I, I would think that Packers and the over, and if you do that, then you're certainly going to do Packers over 30 and a half because it's not going to be, what, I guess you could do 28 to 14. They win by two touchdowns, and that's what still doesn't cover the line, right? That's uh, 28, 38, it's 42. So it would have to be more than that. So I would go Packers team total over. How about this little same game parlay? Packers team total over, over 49, Packers minus 12. Have a little fun with Aaron Rodgers plus 400 for any time touchdown score. Coming up this morning on Follow the Money at 8 a.m. Eastern time, Michael Lombardi, VSIN host, former NFL executive, will join the show. 9 a.m. Eastern, Kenny White, professional football handicapper. He's got his uh, Power Ratings magazine out, so Kay White will join the uh, show at 9 a.m. Eastern time. So Michael Lombardi and Kenny White coming up on uh, Follow the Money. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You can follow me on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Monday Night Football, I got the Packers. I like the over. I like Aaron Rodgers, plus 400 anytime touchdown. And then two-team Moneyline baseball parlay for Monday, the Yankees and the Phillies at even money. We will be back after the games and looking ahead to the next day, right here, every night, on The Look Ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. Whether you're a novice or a seasoned veteran in the sports book, VSIN is here to help you improve your sports betting skills. VSIN has assembled the leading team of insiders and handicappers to analyze every angle of every game so you can make the most informed wagering decisions. The 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 wagering decisions. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family 
cannolis and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.